Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. So I've been wandering around the kingdom I'd have meant went to the Moonshore Crossroads, Crossroads Tavern, which is near Talonus. And I've just ordered, ordered a drink. And now, you find an open seat at the end of one of the common room's long tables, and sit down to patiently await the arrival of your meal. Glancing about, you take note of those seated around you at the end of the long table. A short woman with long brown hair sits with her hands folded on the table. Her eyes are closed as if meditating. A grey-haired man with a crooked nose puffs on a wooden pipe pipe, and takes small measured sips of ale from a mug in front of him. A young man with a narrow face twiddles his thumbs and seems to glance nervously towards the door. You'll have enough time to speak with someone at your table before your meal arrives, if you wish. I'll speak to the man who's smoking the pipe. The man ran with the crooked nose, slowly turns to face you as you start to introduce yourself. He stares at you, muttering something under his breath. He gets up from the table, taking his pipe and a mug of ale with him. Apparently, he's one of the friendly locals. You have little time to dwell on this, however, for your meal arrives, along with your mug of ma- uh, ale, and you gleefully set into it. When you finish eating, you get up for your table and make your way across the common room. The moon shore is a loud, bustling place. Patients are drinking, singing, laughing, and generally carrying on. It's difficult to move around the common room without bumping into people. Wander around the common room. A large crowd has gathered around a table in the middle of the common room. Upon closer inspection, you discover an arm wrestling match is going on. Two large men, seated on opposite sides of the table, are locked in a duel of physical might. After, after a brief struggle, one of the men cries out as the back of his hand is slowly forced surface of the table, signalling his defeat. He rises from the table, shaking his head, and stalks off across the common room. You learn that from from one of the men standing around the t- table, the victim's name is Crida. The arm wrestling in the moon show is a favourite sport of his. He'll pay 25 gold to anyone who puts up 10 gold and beats him, the man says. But I don't think he's ever lost. Quidar, with his sizeable arm, arm, arm muscles bulging, looks around to see if anyone else is going to challenge him. Put up ten gold and challenge Quidar to the to a match. I will just have to use my twenty might. All right, till the ten gold is down. Quidar smiles as you sit down to begin the match. The immense man wishes you luck as you both move into position and grasp each other's hands. 
you can hear several in the crowd around the table wagering with one another over the outcome of the match. So now I pick a number. Bonus of 20. Unexpected. As you expect, it's for Might. He'll get 50 or more to slam his hand down on the table. Pick now. Failure. You exhale heavily as the back of your hand comes to rest on the surface of the table. Kudar has won his match. The large man smiles and thanks you for a fine contest. Try again any time, he says. You congratulate Kudar and wise from the table to continue with your own business. Right, wander around again. All right, I'm going to challenge him once more. Critter smiles as you sit down to begin the match. The immense man wishes you luck as you both move into position and grasp each other's hands. You can hear several in the crowd around the table wagering with one another over the outcome of the match. Same check again. Pick now. Ah, failure once more. No, no, even though... Even though I'm down, I'll be down money, even if I win, I'm still doing it again. Challenge once more. Same check again. Success! With an anguished cry, Quidder gives in to defeat. As the back of his hand touches the surface of the table, for a moment a look of anger passes over the large man's face. But he rises from the table smiling and thanks you for an excellent match. He hands you 25 gold tokens, all of which he just recently got from me, before he stalks off across the common room. There we are, 25 gold, <laughs> even though it cost me 30 gold to get it. The crowd around the table congratulates you on your victory, and one of the patrons buys you a mug of ale. To downing the fine brew and conversing with several patrons, you get up from the table and continue about your business. You move around the Moonshield Common, but don't happen upon anything of much interest. Okay, order food and drink. A tavern servant tells you that a hot meal and a mug of fine ale will cost two gold tokens. The young lad says the Moonshore has the finest ale outside of Talonus. Okay, pay two gold. You find an open seat at the end of one of the corn room's long tables and sit down to patiently await the arrival of the meal. Glancing about, you take note of those seated around you at the end of the long table. A short woman with long brown hair sits with her hands folded on the table, her eyes closed as if meditating. A young man with a narrow face chuddles his thumbs and seems to glance nervously towards the door. You will have enough time to speak with someone at your, ta ta at your table before your meal arrives, if you wish. Speak to the woman who's meditating. The woman opens her eyes and unclasps her hands. She, she, she returns your greeting with a smile and asks you what your name is. When you reply, she introduces herself as Fulani. Pleased to have met you, Soup, she says. To your surprise, you learn that this diminutive and somewhat frail woman is actually a mercenary, and that she's on her way west towards the realm of Nyador to sell her service. Now, there's a link to what Nyador is. I think I'll click that now. Nyador, the realm of the warlord. The realm of Nyador, long ago part of the kingdom of Tosa, became separated from its mother country during the War of the Scepter, which doesn't have any info on it yet and uh, as had and has for over the over 200 years maintained its independence now it was completely surrounded on all sides by towering mountains and indeed one of the only ways to move in and out of the country is through a series of large tunnels that delve beneath the mountains these tunnels were built long ago before man had yet set foot on Swithian soil. So, who built them? Who built the tunnels? Was it was it the Bat People? Was it the Bat People that Tolasses were here before? I mean, it might be. Now, Ador has long has a reputation as a warlike sect. 
perhaps due to the ferocity with which it once strived to gain and then maintain its independence from Tysa. The kingdom of Tysa has long since given up any hope of ever reclaiming Aldor, and has instead worked diligently to improve relations with its neighbour. The leaders of Naldor are selected by its military, toted to be among the best trained warriors in all of Swift, and are called Grand Protectors. The current Grand Protector of Naldor is a man named Megdrum. Recently, Megdrum and his forces have been struggling to control a forest troll population in the mountains that has grown at an alarming rate. The people of Naldor are inherently distrustful of outsiders, and have sworn undying allegiance to their Grand Protector, vowing to defend their freedom at all costs. The capital, and only major city in Nardor, is Vosk. Vosk is the capital of Nardor, and its owner, the only major city. It is that Megnum, Nardor's current Grand Protector, holds court in the heavily fortified Helendral Keep. Go back. Go back. Your food and well are wise, and while you eat, you continue your conversation. Thanador tells you she is an expert swordsman. For a fee of 25 gold, she would be willing to train you. Find out more about the training. Alright. In a field behind the Moonshore Inn and Tavern, Thanador prepares to train you. She can teach you the skill of weaponry if you do not already possess it. If you are already versed in weaponry, she can help you improve your mastery of it. Or she can teach you the specialised skill of weaponry slashing weapons. Farley's expertise does not come cheaply, however. It will cost 25 gold tokens each time you wish to train with her, regardless of whether or not the training succeeds. Ask Falani to train you to improve your weaponry skill. After giving Falani a brief demonstration of your weaponry skill, she smiles and shakes her head. I wish I could train you, Zoop, she says, but I'm afraid you will be teaching me a thing or two. You'll have to find someone more skilled than I am to train with. Yeah, because... Previously, there was no limit on how many times you could, on the level you could reach with Filani, but but they, I think quit, they realised that that was really overpowered. Re- really overpowered because you could use it to gain a hun- hundreds of thousands of XP worth of training for 25 gold. If you waited until you were level 97 or something. And that's a lot. And he won't let a check for weaponry slashing. Come on. Open the link. Open the link. Well, what is with you, silly internet? Oh, what? Network connection has changed. That's no good. Oh, no, can't train slashing either. Decide not to undertake any training at this time. Felidi bids you farewell, and the two of you go your separate ways. You make your way back to the Moonshot Inn and Tavern. Order food and a drink. Two gold. Now, only one person's left, and that's the nervous young man. Alright. The young man is visibly startled when you introduce yourself, but he manages a weak smile and returns your greeting. Nice to meet you, Soup, he says. My name is Fifwin. Looks around nervously, and then leans over the table, keeping his voice barely above a whisper. You learn that he owes a considerable sum of gold to a local money lender named Cole, and today is the deadline for him to pay it back in full. Huin tells you that he borrowed the gold to purchase medicines for his father, who was taken ill, who has since passed away. He says he has no hope of paying back the 50 gold he owes Cole. 
Suddenly, the front door of the moonshaw flies open, and and all eyes fall upon three sizable men standing striding into the room. Firin starts trembling as the three men walk briskly towards him. The largest of the men, walking slightly behind the other two, has a pudgy, pock-marked face, covered with a scraggly, unkempt beard. Three, the three men surround the terrified Thrithim and glare down at him. When Thrithim stammers something about not being able to pay back the borrowed sum, the bearded man's demeanour becomes quite sour before anyone, including you, has time to react. The three men grab hold of Thrithim and haul him out through the back door of the inn. Most inside the inn seem to go back about their business, as if the incident never took place. So I have two options now. Forget about the whole incident and wait for your meal, or follow the man out of the back door. Do the latter, because that's what heroes do. They pry into other people's business, when those other people are violent scumbags. <laughs> Just outside the back door of the inn, two of the men are holding Frithrin in place, while the large bearded man taps an iron wad against his open palm. He takes a position directly in front of Frithrin and mocks the young man's terrified expression. Never let it be said that Cole the Lender isn't fair, he snarls. I'm... I'm giving you two more weeks to come across what you owe me. And, but to make sure you don't slack off, I'm going to provide you with a little iron incentive. It appears that the money lender and his strong arms are about to rough up Kieran. Cole raises the iron wad and prepares to strike the young man. Alright, so I could leave and go back to the inn. But... That's not a heroic thing. So obviously, I'm going to intervene and prevent the attack. Your sudden shout startles everyone, and Cole and his men, men turn to face you. You want to spare this what the what the want this want the rod? You better have my fifty gold tokens," sneers Cole. He and his men and Thrifin stare at you expectantly. You realise you possess the gold necessary to play Cole. Now this was a very, very old adventure. Its section number is Dust 544. Yeah, so, of course, that was when... Which meant it was made before there was any way of getting loads and loads of gold quickly. So, when this, when this was released... That 50 gold might, might not ever come back. But of course, now you'll probably find, you'll find, you'll find that just from, you'll get that gold just from selling one random thing that's dropped by some skeleton you come across. So it's no big deal now. Pay Cole the 50 gold token to spare Thrithrim. Or I can attack Thrithrim and his men, but, hmm. The thing is, I either have to kill them, but, but which I think is a bit of an escalation, or if I subdue them, they'll come back later. No, no, the only way to... But the thing is, if I pay him the 50 gold, that just is encourages him to stronger more to, to continue with his business. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Now, I could pay, pay him the 50 gold... And whoop his ass. The only old no. Yes, your debt is paid, but pfft, you're still a dick. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll pay the 50 gold tokens to spare for him. I'm not sure if that's the right thing. Also, I could just leave. Yeah. Cole snatches the 50 gold tokens from you and counts it twice. He nods and orders his men to let Frithrin go. They release their hold as instructed. The Frithin sit breathes a sigh of relief. Noel and his two strong arms head back into the moonshore, leaving you and Frithrin on your own. 
don't you? Dithran thanks you for having saved his hide from the likes of Cole and his two fucks. I wish I had something to give you for what you've done to me, he says sheepishly. I won't forget it, Zoop. Dithran thanks you again and then departs. You make your way back inside the Moonshore Inn and Tavern. And your meal alright I've ordered now now I can actually eat my meal. Your meal arrives. The young man who has brought it to the table bows politely before setting it down in front of you. You thank him before setting into the small steaming feast. The meal proves to be delicious and the ale served with it dark and creamy. After finishing the food and emptying your mug, you stand from the table and make your way back across the common room. Alright, and that's everything you can do in the Moonshore, Moonshore Inn and Tavern. You're standing in front of the Moonshore Inn and Tavern, which sits at the centre of the famous crossroads that shares its moniker. The Moonshore Fortshore has faithfully served travellers passing through these parts for generations. The merry din animating from the inn can be heard from a considerable distance away. From here, the King's Path runs south, north and south, providing direct routes to Talonus and to the southern reaches of Tysa. A myriad of lesser roads run into the king's path at this crossroads. What are these crossroads? The Moonshore Crossroads. The Moonshore Crossroads is a junction of several major roads that lead to various parts of the Kingdom of Tosa. The famous Moonshore Inn and Tavern, after which the crossroads had conveniently have been conveniently named has stood at this spot for generations. Oh, oh! so the, ta- the crossroads is named after the tavern, not the tavern named after the crossroads. All right. All right, all right. Hmm. Of course, the question is, if there wasn't a crossroads there, why was there a tavern? Maybe there was just a regular road there, but then they built another road Crossing it, and it became a crossroad. Okay, that that that, that probably makes sense. Okay, I'm done now. Uh, now I'm done with the Moonshore. Moonshore crossroads. Back to Central Tysa. So there's no. Nope, I've done. Hmm. You know what? We haven't been in Tannenwood for on this one. Let's give that a go. The Ruins of Yartawal. You visit the Ruins of Yartawal. In the thick of Tannenwood, south, south and east of the city of Tannus, lie the ruins of the ancient temple of Yartawal. Tannenwood has a link. This, the thick ancient forest of Tannenwood lies south and east of the city of Tannus. And Yartawal? Yartawal. The ruins of the ancient temple. Yertuan lie in the midst of the forest of Tannerwood, south and east of the city of Talonus. Built over a thousand years ago in honour of Srithrak, the Allfather, the temple was long ago abandoned by his followers and has fallen into, into decay and ruin. From time to time, various groups of undesirable creatures, notably goblins, ogres, and even Tarzal, have inhabited the temple ruins. Uh, yep, and that's that. Built over a thousand years ago in all of Swithak the Allfather, the temple has long since been abandoned by his followers and fallen into decay and ruin. Much of the grand outer wall of stones surrounded what were once lush gardens has collapsed into piles of moss-covered rubble. For many years it's been known that Tazal and other creatures often use the ruined temple for their own wicked purposes. And indeed, there is much sign of the vicious reptilians in and around the temp area. GM's note. The ruins of Yartalan is a special combat-intensive scaled scenario that can be played more than once. 
The object is to investigate the temple and clear it of the wicked creatures that have seen fit to inhabit it. All the enemies you face in this style have been scaled to provide equal difficulty and at maximum reward for adventurers at all skill levels. Please be careful in there. Okay, enter the ruined temple. You're at the edge of a wide and tangled forest clearing, out of which rises the ghostly form, the ruined temple of Yertalon. Two tall columns of stone that once housed the heavy iron gates of the temple have been toppled and smashed. Vines and moss climb over the fallen pillars and the remains of the outer wall. And everywhere you look, you discover what appears to be evidence of recent habitation of the temple by Tazil. Oh no, them again! The half-finished statue of the hideous snakehead stands amidst a group of cracked and crumbling monuments. Through the wide opening where the iron gates once stood lies the main courtyard. So, I can... Enter the courtyard. Or I could move away. That would reset this replayable, I think. Enter the courtyard. In its glory days, the courtyard of Yartana must indeed have been something to behold. A row of fountains surrounded by the cracked and toppled statues of a forgotten age. Dominate the centre of what was once a lush garden. A line of six crudely clafted, partially completed statues of Tzal stand against what remains of the north wall of the courtyard. To the east, the main doors that lead into the temple, fastened out of heavy iron slabs, resemble the jaws of a giant snake. The doors are open. You're suddenly startled by an angry hiss when two... Sword-wielding Tazor slither out of the open doors and boldly confront you. You dare set foot in our sacred temple, human? This is the first of the vile creatures as the pair slithers forward and attacks. It's two Tazar. I'm just going to... They attack you viciously and are slain. 14 XP. The two Tazar lie dead at your feet. You step back from their bloody corpses. I check over your equipment before preparing to continue your exploration of the ruined temple. Alright, head step east through the main doorway and enter. The main hall of Yartolan still maintains traces of its former splendour. The ornate stonework that frames the high ceiling and the six arches that exit this large chamber serves as a lasting legacy of the master craftsman whose skilled hands plied the very rock that kept the temple standing for all these centuries. Despite the small bits of surviving grandeur, the hall also bears the marks of destructive and cruel desire that have taken up residence here. Six arches lead out of the main hall. Two small arches, one on the north side of the hall and one on the south, seem to lead to large extensions of the hall. To the east, three arches open to what appears to be small chambers. A different symbol has been engraved on each of the three arches. A moon, a sun and a star. To the west, a low arch leads out into the Kemple Courtyard. A chorus of hisses reaches your ears, and you turn to find yourself confronted by three sword-wielding Tazar, slivering into the hall via the southern arch. Kill it! This is the foremost of the cool reptilians, as the sinister trio surges forward and attacks its three Tazar. They attack me viciously. Ooh, brutal stroke for seven damage. Another brutal stroke for six damage, but now they are slain. 20 XP. Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> well, before we play it, well, anyway. Terrible loot. Seven gold. The three slaughtered Tazar lie soon about the whole floor at your feet. 
You step over their remains and prepare to once again continue exploration of the ruined temple. You spot a scrap of parchment on the ground nearby. A closer examination reveals the parchment bears only the letter D. This is the first part of the three-part code which you need to obtain the final experience bonus of this scenario. Please be sure to make note of it. Now, this this was put in because oh, while while back people were making people were making making bots to continually farm this dungeon. This replayable dungeon and thus get lots and lots of gold and experience. And this was designed so that that doesn't work as well. Or at least you have to program a better bot. Because I don't know whether that's still an issue, but it was coded in and you can't really... It's staying. So D... I'm just going to wipe down that D right now. D. <laughs> A big D. Okay. Sun arch to the east. The walls, floor and ceiling of this broad and tall stone chamber are adorned with various engravings that depict the sun. The largest of the engravings, located just above a set of heavy iron doors set into the east, east wall, bear the mark of a master craftsman. To the west, a tall arch leads into the temple's main hall. The silence that hung heavily in the chamber is shattered by a chorus of loud hisses that erupt from all sides. You turn to the left and the right, much to dismay. Discover that you are surrounded by four sword-wielding Tazzle emerging from the shadows at the edge of the room. You assume a defensive stance and steel yourself to meet their attack. For Tazzle, they attack me viciously. Swish, swish, swish. Swish, 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 swish. And I attack them. And I still attack them. Ooh. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you and you're laid Possibly swift blow of your enemy. And slay it. 25 XP. You step back from the remains of the four slain tassel. Half expecting to face another onslaught of snake men. But it soon becomes apparent you are now alone in the chamber. There's the second part of the code. It's a T. I'm just going to wipe that down. You examine the heavy iron doors and see no way of opening them. Okay, I have to explore the other parts first. Head through the north arch. The northern extension of the temple's main hall bears three rows of statues that appear to have been spared both the ravages of time and destruction and defacement at the ha hands, hands of the vicious Cesar. The end of the last row are two large statues statues of task or each in a half-finished state. The sound of something moving across the stone floor causes you to look to the east, where your eyes fall upon an unwelcome sight. Slivering out of the dark recesses of this lengthy chamber, hissing menacingly, is a sword-wielding tussle. The cruel reptilian closes in rapidly, preparing to cut you down. Bravely hold your ground and engage the vicious Tarzor wire. Begin combat. Attacks viciously, I attack more viciously and slain. 10 XP. You step back from the bloodied corpse of the slain Tazal and wipe the sweat from your brow. A loud hiss echoes off the wall of the chamber as another of the slivering snake men emerges from the shadows. You boldly hold your ground and engage the vicious Tazor warrior. Strikes you viciously. And is slain. 10 XP. Terrible loot. 13 gold. You step back from the bloodied corpse of the slain Tazor and wipe the sweat from your brow. A loud hiss echoes off the walls of the chamber 
as another of the slivering snake men emerges from the shadows. You bravely hold your ground and engage the vicious Chisar warrior. Begin combat once more. I'm going to use Neveral Energy Blast. <laughs> and it exploded. I just it, It's exploded now. Just exploded. As I unleash a powerful blast of negative Neveral Energy at your foe for 51 damage. And it is slain. 10 XP. Okay, yep. Also 18 gold. You step back from the bloody corpse of the slain Tazal and wipe the sweat from your brow. A loud hiss echoes off the walls of the chamber as another of the slivering snake men emerges from the shadows. You bravely hold your ground and engage the vicious Tazal warrior. Another Neveral energy blast! And it's exploded. 10 XP, 2 gold. You step back from the bloody corpse of the slain Tazar and wipe the sweat from your brow. For several tense moments, you maintain a defensive stance, half expecting to face more of the vicious reptilians. When at last you determine there are no more of them, at least for now, you assume your normal posture and allow yourself to catch your breath. While searching the chamber, you discover an ornate stone leader protruding from the east wall. Well, well as an adventurer, no, I cannot resist pulling levers. You pull the stone lever. Curiously, after being pulled into the down position, the lever refuses to budge again. Right, back to the main hall. Head through the south arch now. The, the southern extension of the temple's main hall appears to have one time been dominated by a star-shaped pool of water at its centre. Green and grey moss now cover the interior of the shallow, shallow water basin. The remains of a smashed monument, which formerly resembled a large open hand, lie in the middle of the empty pool. A shrill hiss from behind startles you, and you turn to find a large axe-wielding Tazar slivering towards you, his cruel weapon poised to strike. A thick black pouch covers the reptilian's left eye. You dare to file this temple? Hisses the vicious creature as it prepares to attack. It's a one-eyed Tazal, and I'm going to blow you up. Ooh! It's only half blown up. Blow it up some more. And, attacks you and blow it up some more. Now it is completely blown up. 17 experience. All to destruction. Also a padded, common padded sash. A series of violent shudders run through the body of the large Cezor as the vicious creature slumps to the ground at your feet. The reptilian continues to hiss for several seconds before finally expiring. While searching in the chamber, you discover a ornate stone lever protruding from the east wall. Of course I'm going to pull it. You pull the stone lever. Curiously, after being pulled into the down position, the lever refuses to budge again. Back to the main hall. Okay, moon arch next. The small chamber beyond the moon, ar moon arch is littered with bones. Much to your horror, you note most of the bones are human. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean they were killed by the Tazol, but it is strongly implied. In the process of searching the chamber, when suddenly three Tazar sliver in through the arch by which you entered, the cruel snake men hiss wildly as they surge across the womb, preparing to strike you down. Combat with three Tazar. And I explode them. 20 XP. And 8 gold. The instant the third and last of the Tsar slumps to the, to the floor at your feet, two more of the vicious reptilians appear beneath the arch leading into the womb. 
the pale Tazar slither forward, brandishing their long blades with an alarming degree of skill. I'm going to fight you. You're going to be exploded as well. Huh. Only 34 damage that time. Okay, here comes your explodey explosion. 14 experience. 6 gold. You step over the bodies of the slain Tazal and find yourself face to face with yet another of the wicked creatures that has just slithered its way into the chamber. Wretched human! This is the snake man as he swipes out at you with this short blade. Begin combat! Time to explode you! And made your head explode. And probably a lot more of you too. You've slain your foe. 10xb. And some loot. With the corpses of the six Tazal littering the floor of the small temple, you lean back against the wall and take a few moments to catch your breath. While searching the small room, you discover an engraved stone dial protruding from a wall. Of course I'm going to turn it! You grip the stone dial and give it a turn. After ne nearly half a rotation, the dial stops and refuses to budge in either direction. Back to the main hall. Right, Star Arch now. There's a Star Arch. I'm going for it. The floor of the narrow chamber just beyond the Star Arch is strewn with the jagged shards of smashed statues and human bones. Right, was this... Did this have those... We, those fancy, those, those fancy raised coffins, you know, where you have the body and they put fancy statue on top. Yeah, probably there. That 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 would explain it. I mean, you you can find them in all the really old churches and cathedrals. Engravings of stars adorn the walls and ceiling of the long room. The unmistakable sound of scale siding over stone causes your heart to skip a beat. You turn to your left and behold a most unwelcome sight. Slivering towards you out of a gloomy recess is a massive, axe-wielding Tazar. The wedge-scaled amphibian hisses loudly as its bright yellow eyes narrow until they are only thin slits. What's this? This is the wicked creature, a human in the heart of the temple. This cannot stand. The Cesar raises its heavy axe and surges forward with surprising speed, engaging you in what pretends to be a brutal melee. Alright, fighting it. Gonna make it explode, then gonna make it explode some more, and it is slain. 12 XP, some loot. Yeah, this 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 is probably out of the short replayables the best sort of loot and thus gold. A bulky tazar warrior emits a ragged hiss and expires on the floor at your feet. You step back from his buried corpse and spend a few moments catching your breath. While searching the small wound, you discover an engraved stone dial protruding from the wall. Turn the dial. You grip the stone dial and give it a turn. After nearly half a rotation, the dial stops and refuses to budge in either direction. Okay, now back to the sun arch. A lone, loud metallic groan fills the air as the heavy iron doors swing open, revealing a dark passage beyond. Head east, through the open iron doors. Now, now by pulling pulling those two levers and twisting those two dials, I have now opened these doors and can now go towards the innermost sanctum, which is presumably where the leader is, because, I mean, that's where you would put yourself, in the fanciest place. Head east through the open doors. You're standing at the western end of a broad stone corridor that stretches into darkness and out of sight to the east. Human bones litter the floor of the passage, and the overpowering sense of decay makes your eyes water. 
Your unmistakable clank of metal armour causes you to instinctively assume a defensive stance. Only a moment later, the source of the loud sound zooms into view out of the shadows ahead. A large Cesar, the upper portion of his body clad in plate, slivers out of the gloom, hissing ferociously. I don't know. You'd probably want to... You want to... Where are the organs in the Cesar? Where's the heart? Is there, is there multiple hearts? Because obviously that's where you want to defend. Hmm. I mean, maybe there's a heart in the stakey part and the heart in, and a heart in the torso. Or maybe there's just one really big heart in the stakey part. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's maybe it's like like a chain of hearts going down the snake. Hmm. Where are the lungs? Presumably, well, we know they. Well, maybe, maybe there's some sort of hollows in the snake part, but probably, I mean, probably goes in through the head like normal. But hmm. I don't know. There's no chart. The reptilian warrior. Warrior draws a broad-bladed sword and surges forward to attack. It's an armored as our guardian. I'm going to make you explode. Alright. Didn't quite explode, so I finished it off with a blow. 12 XP. And some loot. Loot, loot, loot. Loot, the loot. And 7 gold. The Salazar warrior collapses at your feet and expires. His body shudders violently for several seconds before at last assuming the stillness of death. You're sitting at the western edge of a broad stone corridor that stretches into darkness and out of sight to the east. Human bones litter the floor of the passage. The overpowering sense of decay makes your eyes water. Head east, further into the temple. You're standing in the middle portion of a broad stone corridor that stretches out of sight to the east and west. Human bones litter the floor of the passage. And the overpowering sense of decay makes your eyes water. To the west, an open set of heavy iron doors lead back towards the temple's main hall. A loud hiss shatters the silence as an armoured Tazar warrior slivers out of the gloom to the east. The vicious snake man surges along the passage towards you, his thick hafted spear poised to strike. Sanamit as our guardian, gonna make you explode. Oh, you're almost completely exploded. Bit more exploding. You are slain. 11 XP. Long, long sword. Ooh, quite a lot of good loot this time. The spear wielding Tizar collapses at your feet and expires. His body shudders violently for several seconds before becoming still. You're standing in to the west, alright, east, further into the temple. You're standing at the eastern end of a broad stone corridor that stretches into darkness and out of sight to the west. Human bones litter the floor of the passage and an overpowering sense of decay makes your eyes water. To the east, a low stone arch leads into what appears to be a large torlet chain. Chamber. A shrill hiss signals approaching danger, and you quickly assume a defensive stance as the Armatazar warrior slivers into view out of the arch to the east. The vicious reptilian surges along the passage towards you, hissing wildly, its glistening scimitar cutting a deadly arc across the breadth of the hall. It's an armoured Tazar guardian. I'm going to blow it up. And it is slain. 16 XP. And some loot. You step over the remains of the slain Tazar warrior. Prepare to continue on your way. To the east, a low arch appears to be a large 
leads into what appears to be a large torplit chamber. Head east into the torplit chamber. You're standing at the threshold of a wide torplit chamber. The arch ceiling of this massive room is supported by thick columns of stone that are engraved with various symbols related to Sifak. Many of the engravings have been defaced or replaced with crude carvings made by Tazazal that now infest the ruined temple. Countless bones lie scattered across the floor of the broad room. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the far side of the cavernous chamber, where an ornate high-backed chair sits upon a crumbling dais. Seated in the chair, the tip of its tail curling about the stout wooden legs, is a large webbed robe tazar. Several other of the vicious reptilian beings, presumably his direct underlings, surround the dais, their burning yellow eyes fixed solely upon you. Kill that vermin, but spare me his heads. His, his head hisses the Tazar leader. Immediately, two armored, the two armored Tazar standing before the dire slimber, sliver across the chamber towards you, brandishing their cool blades as they close in to do their master's bidding. Two Arbitazar guardians, and I'm gonna make you explode. They attack me viciously, and they are now exploded. 16 XP and some loot, which I somehow managed to pick up before the next one gets me because I'm really because as an adventurer, you're you can loot really, really fast. It's just it's just a skill you have. The two Cesar warriors lie dead at your feet. The leader of the vicious reptilians hisses angrily, raises both of his hands high in the air, as if summoning some sort of magic. Suddenly, several of the piles of bone that litter the floor begin to tremble. And to your horror, four human skeletons rise out of the shattered debris. The, ske the skeletons hiss wildly as they pick up large bones and stalk towards you, clattering with every unsteady step they take. The four skeletons turn to face you and move swiftly in your direction, as the clatter of their bones echo off the walls and ceiling of the cavernous chamber. You bravely hold your ground and prepare to engage the band of fleshless undead Four skeletal warriors. Skeletal warriors. Do, 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 do. Never all energy blast. They hiss as they attack. Wait a minute. I'm going to use the skill of necromancy. Alright, uh, and I've. Alright, they hiss. Anyway, they're slain now. Alright, 16 XP. And some loot. The four skeletons collapse into piles of bone at your feet. Four of the five remaining Tuzzle, not including the webbed rogue, web rogue leader, sliver forward, hissing viciously as they rapidly close in for the kill. You rush forward to meet the charge of the four armoured Tuzzle warriors. Begin combat. I'm going to make you explode. With a Neveral Energy Blast. And another Neveral Energy Blast. And they are slain. 24 XP. Just going to take that stuff. Some loot. 36 gold. The last of the armor Tazar greets you with a vicious hiss. You firmly plant your feet. And you finally hold your ground. As the fearsome Tazar warrior slivers forward and attacks. It's an armored Tazar guardian. Begin combat. Alright. Uh, it attacks me viciously. And it is now fully exploded. 13 XP. And some loot. Oh dear, I'm all looted out. Alright, what can I get rid of? 
Uh, I think I'll get rid of this sturdy long sword. Oh, it's a banded breastplate. It's very heavy. Uh, sturdy axe. Okay. The red robe leader hisses softly and slivers down off the large wooden chair and down the three steps of the, di the dais onto the floor of the chamber. You shall not leave this chamber alive, human, he hisses. The fearsome reptilian draws a longsword and surges forward, brandishing the weapon with an alarming degree of skill. I shall savour every drop of your fetid blood, human, hisses the webbed robed leader of the Tazal as he streaks forward, swinging wildly with his longsword. You bravely engage the vicious reptilian. Begin combat with the Tazal leader. I'm going to make it explode. Oh, you can resist. But not very often. Sometimes it resists. Sometimes... Sometimes it gets exploded. You have slain your foe. 25 XP. With barely a hiss, the leader of Tazar slumps to the ground at your feet and expires. You step back from his bloodied carcass, wipe your brow, and attempt to catch your breath. The fight was a brutal one, and you're certainly thankful to have survived it. When you've sufficiently recovered, you begin a thorough search of the chamber. Your search proves to be a rewarding one, as you discover several items amongst those that litter the floor that might be of some value. The thing is, I'm fully stocked up. I can't, I've no, I can't, I just, I can't put these anywhere. Right, I'm going to drop off some, I'm dropping off some equipment to make room. Ah, that'll do. Oh, and 22 gold, and a big, and there's a parchment with a H on it. Just write that down. Finally satisfied you haven't overlooked anything, and eager to exit the ruined temple, you turn and make your way out of the chamber, and out of Yertalon. For your valiant victory over the Vicar Sussoir, that infested the ruined temple of Yarton, you will now receive a much-deserved experience reward. Please select the code you discovered during your exploration for this below to receive the final experience reward for this scenario. Yes, and the code was DTH. Alright, 64 experience to general, 8 experience to all skills and powers. And also, a battle marker. And now this done. Yeah. From the wooded slope, slope not far from the gate of Yurtan, you turn and take one, one final look at the ruins of the once grand temple. You wonder if someday the impressive structure will be restored to its former glory. Then, without looking back again, you turn and promptly set off on your way. Now in 60 minutes... The scenario will reset, and I'll be able to fight snake men again. Now back to the city of Talonus to save, which I'm doing now. So next time, and that's enough for today. Next time we'll do something else. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about.
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.